Hi, I'm Ryan, and I'm a quarantined American, which is the only good kind of American. I'm Blake. And I'm Shane. Will this part ever get old, do you think? I don't know. Should we just like pre-record it so it always sounds the best? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Is that a bad one? I don't know. We won't, I won't know until I edit it and I'll be like, that was a bad one. Uh, welcome to Let's Review Everything, a podcast where we review everything American. Mm-hmm. American edition. Uh, which means it smells better and it's bigger. That's right. Is that horrible to say? I just made that up, but it could be offensive, right? No, no, I think that's perfect. I think, I think honestly, America does smell better in a lot of places and it is one of the largest countries on earth. So I think that it's accurate and not offensive. No. Okay. That's good. What's your middle name, Shane? It's Matthew. Matthew? Mm -hmm. Shane Matthew. Yep. Shane Matthew Smith. I I wanted to be O Matthew. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, I seem a little Irish, don't I? You do. Yeah, I'm Swedish. Oh. And English. Which is basically what Irish people are? I don't know. I don't know. I (laughs) I mean, weren't Swede? The Swedes were known for uh, taking over countries, right? That's what they're known for? Oh, I have no I don't know anything about my heritage. Just like most Americans. uh, Do they have the wooden shoes, or is that that's a different? That's Dutch. That's Dutch. (laughs) Got it. All right. Well, with us today is a Let's Review Everything regular. I think he's been on more episodes than anyone else. If not, he's definitely tied now. Uh, Ryan Linderman, how are you, Ryan? Doing well, how are you? Doing well. You sound nice and crisp. I can see <laughs> Crispy you. Crispy and crunchy. Yeah, you've got your beard from your stay-at-home beard has been grown. Looks mm-hmm. nice. Uh, Ryan, what are we going to be... Uh, what are we going to be... What, what do I want to say? <laughs> appraising the level of Americanness. Yeah. What are we going to be appraising today? <laughs> <laughs> office supplies. Most American office supplies. Because mm-hmm. everybody and, misses being in an office right now. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, by the time this comes out, people are in their office. We're recording uh, during lockdown. Uh, some states are open, some aren't. Some's aren't. Some's aren't. <laughs> Man, those ones that aren't need to reopen. I tell you what. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we're in North Carolina. You can tell by my accent. <laughs> and the question is, what is the most American office supplies? And I think that we're the right people to answer this question. How we answer it through total chance. Mm-hmm. But are you ready, guys? I'm ready. But Very before. Ready. The dog's ready. Yeah, give me a second. Just got some groceries delivered, boys. Oh, what Ooh. up? What'd you get? I don't dog know. Treats. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lots of dog treats. Just dog treats and Just, peanut butter. And I, definitely peanut butter. Uh, but they, that's why my dog was so interested. Yep. Is that uh, we ordered forty tons, forty metric tons of dog food from Wegmans. Uh, so, you know, she's excited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so before we assess which office supply is by definition the most American, I think we should have an American moment. I agree. Shane, what kind of American moment do you have for us this week? Well, you know, I've been thinking about this and, you know, oftentimes I say uh, what will win in a fight in terms of things in America. And I think that we're going to stick to that theme, but because 
we're talking about office supplies. I focused on the office. Now, I used to work at a startup, and now you would think that a startup would treat their employees well. They would have tons of great snacks in the break room. But the startup I worked at did not. And I'm going to let you know what they had. They had packets of ramen and then a dog food container full of Cheez-Its. And they left the dog food container sticker on it just to let us know (laughs) that it was definitely a dog food container that they're pouring it out of. So that didn't feel great. But it made me think Cheez-Its, that's one of my favorite snacks of all time in the office. But I know that there's another camp that likes goldfish better. So I think this American moment, we need to figure out what's better, Cheez-Its or goldfish. Who would win in an office battle, Cheez-Its or goldfish? Is this just for ingestion or is this like overall like... Oh, you know, I didn't even think. I was just thinking eating, but you can do lots of things with snacks. Yeah, I mean, neither of those snacks are going to go bad. True. Um, But Cheez-Its can go stale, right? Or can they? Now, I'm thinking Cheetos. Cheetos can go stale. Cheetos start stale. Yeah. (laughs) Cheez-Its, no, they can't go stale, I don't think. And neither can goldfish. So they've already, like, proven they're not worth eating. Because anything that doesn't (laughs) go bad is subject to uh, scrutiny. So I guess if it's good, it won't go stale because you'll eat it first, right? Yeah. True. Yeah. So if you've never known it to be stale, it's pretty solid. I guess I like Cheez-Its better. That's the right answer, I think. Um, also probably hurt more if you need to like use them in a battle, right? Yeah. If you flick them like gambit. Yeah. Just it's a pretty, it's like a basic, uh, throwing star. Yeah, yeah, it is. And they also have like the big clumps of salt on them, you know, yeah. like you'll get them and you'll see that they are at least using real salt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not like some kind of sodium mixture that is poured into a batter. That's right. I and mean, they they're have... probably using that too, but yeah. And they have the double-baked Cheez-Its now, and they're even harder, so that's an even more effective weapon. Yeah. Um, also, but it's the snack that smiles back. That's true. What do that's you think, Ryan? Yeah. I don't know. I, it just occurred to me, though, it's pretty messed up. You could you could actually feed goldfish crackers to actual fish yeah. like in a koi pond, which is kind of twisted. <laughs> Whereas you can't feed I'm- Cheez-Its to cheese. But don't <laughs> no, we, like... I have eat- no idea what that means about anything, but... <laughs> Don't we eat anthropomorphized things all the time? Oh, yeah, like Sour Patch Kids? They're That's kids. That's exactly where I was They're going. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. They're sour. <laughs> They're sour. There's also, like, you know, Flintstone vitamins. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why, uh, why do we do that? Presidential cookies. Mm hmm. Lady fingers. Yeah. Lady fingers. Yeah. Um, Dick sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> What's in a dick sandwich? <laughs> yeah. Well, dick. Yeah, it's, uh, it's basically anything you get at Subway. Um, uh, is it? <laughs> it could just be like sandwiches by Little Dicky. Yeah, like a, totally. Okay, so I'm thinking that we've all just agreed on Cheez Its. Is that what just happened? I think Ryan, so. Sure. Yes, yeah, so that was much easier than we thought it would be <laughs> because of the salt. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that was so, easy. Goldfish are for children. That's they are. the truth. Cheese is they... for grown adults. They're also for fish. I can say that's right. Actually, fish food is made up of primarily Flintstones, fish. Flintstones pebbles. Just right? fish. Yeah, no fish flakes are oftentimes like just fish. Same with cat food. It's dead cats. Uh, I'm yeah. never gonna eat it again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> as, as good as it smells when you crack that can, 
And then when you reheat your cat's food in the microwave. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> it's Only in the great. office. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, wait a minute, Shane. You joked, but you heat up your cat's food, don't you? Only when they won't eat it. Sometimes you they're fucker. very picky. God. Sometimes they're very picky. And I'm like, you better eat your food. So I heat it up and it really activates that shit stench that they love. And then they just get in there. Why not just leave it outside and let it warm up for them? Because then you got ants. Uh, I've true. learned that lesson. <laughs> so it also seems my like cats are indoor. Seems like you heat up the cat food, and then when the flies start to gather, the cat will go for the fly. Oh yeah, and accidentally get cat food in their mouth. You would think. It's, you know, there's a it's a whole thing. I, I I used to feed outdoor cats, and then that went south quick. So, um, how many? Wait a minute. Did you have like a how many outdoor cats ended up coming because you were feeding them? So we had two regulars that fell in love with each other. They were both very sweet. And then we would have probably over the course of the 10 years I lived in this house, probably 10 different cats that would stop by now and again. And they're all just neighborhood cats. That's a good gang of cats. Yeah. And we gave them all names. One was Brown. We called him Heffernan uh, after Doug and uh, King of Queens. Uh, That was because he wore a brown UPS outfit. We Mm -hmm. had all these great names. It was great. Wow. God, you and cats. Yeah, don't get me started. Uh, Too late. The the movie. All (laughs) right. Are you two ready to identify the most American office supply? Yes. Yes. If we can make this entertaining, gentlemen, (laughs) we can make anything entertaining. This is true. I think the best way to go about this is that we should identify in certain parts of the office what what is always there okay and then kind of take it from there because what i don't want to do is just go down like a list the list of like like i found i literally found a list of like things you need to order for your office and i was like if i go through this (laughs) and just talk about this it will get even more boring than this (laughs) will probably be and then i have a list of american inventions that have to do with the office. Okay. So we can we can backpedal into that. So let's go room by room and let's start at at the desk. Okay. So what what do we have at the desk that is important for day-to-day office work? Mm, a computer. Mm-hmm. A computer, American invention. Yep. Kind of. Uh stapler. Do people still use staplers? Some people do. Sometimes, yeah. Staple remover. I was gonna say do people really fucking have those though at their desk? <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I saw a video on Reddit the other day that showed the evolution of the office space. And it started out like in the 50s or whatever. And they had all this shit all over the walls. They had calendars, everything. And then the video just showed you how every one of those things became an app. And now you just have a computer on your desk. And so, yeah, the stapler app, I mean, that's just a collated PDF. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But you have to like... Here's another do people like pass things like people pass paper out at fucking meetings and they staple it. That's true. And then you just throw it away afterwards. Pretty much. Yeah. Is it, that's what this episode's gonna be <laughs> yeah. complaining about stupid shit people do in the office. Yeah. They should be recycling those staples. Mm-hmm. Uh so the stapler started in France, believe it or not, and it it was to like um it, it one staple, the staple, not the stapler, was invented in France. And it was to like put together all of the different scrolls that were then later stamped with like a 
the seal of wax. So I know that we've all used a stapler and I think we're used to the staples folding in, but you know, on the stapler, you can rotate that piece to where they fold out, which I don't understand who the hell's folding them out. That's dangerous. I don't want, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's a little piece that you can push and rotate and drop it. You can either have your staples fold under or fold outer. Oh, See, oh yeah, I'm looking at this Ryan's. One doesn't ha- this one does not have it though. Yeah, because it's a dumb feature. It's a, yeah. This is the stapler of the future. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only folds in. I just remember in grade school there was always probably twice a year you would hear a shriek in the classroom and someone somehow I don't know how the hell you do it stapled, <laughs> stapled their, their hand. It's just yeah, tiny fingers. Finger. Is it tiny fingers? Yeah. So okay. how many things have you stapled that um, weren't supposed to be? Like, did you ever? <laughs> And did you ever try to staple your backpack together if it ripped in school? I had yes. to do that once. <laughs> like yes. my backpack had uh, had ripped like between classes. I was like, "Oh shit, what do I do?" So like I took a stapler and tried to staple it together. Pants as well. Pants. Oh, oh like, yeah. Like pant legs. Zipper. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I definitely stapled a zipper. What other things have you used a stapler for that you weren't supposed to? Uh, big cuts. Mm-hmm. Did, who had that guy? In, who had that guy in school who stapled his um, earlobe? Uh, I'm sure we all did. Yeah, not me. I don't think. Yeah, I knew a guy who stapled his ear in class. That's insane to get out of a test. There's a guy <laughs> in my school. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I didn't know the answer. Stapled my ear. That's, Does that even work? Do you really not have to take a test after you do something horrific to yourself? Abs- well, yeah. I mean, you pretty much. Le- you, I mean, it was high school, so yeah. If you're bleeding everywhere, someone's like, "What did you just do?" But like a stapled like my ear. Do it later, though. Yeah, I'm sure. But if you saw the test, I mean, the guy was kind of a genius in because he had he got to this test. He figured out what he didn't know. He stapled his ear and then he had to take it later. Exactly. Gave him time to study. I was going to say, I'm sure he studied a lot in between. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The next test, he stapled his balls. (laughs) (laughs) Don't give this man a stapler. Stop giving me this test. I'm going to keep stapling things. Um, uh, What? Who? All right, so that person that you're stapling that you sit next to oh. that has way more stuff on their desk than they need to. What are the things that they have? So on my desk, it's just my fucking computer. I don't even have tape. I don't have a stapler. I have a mm-hmm. calculator. That's weird because there's one on your computer, Blake. Yeah, but I use a physical calculator. There's something mm-hmm. about it. I don't you know just why. Like the clicks and the clacks. Uh, well, it's because usually I'm doing something on my computer and I don't want to like go like grab i don't want to type in cal and finder and then pull it up and whatever or maybe i'm sharing my screen mm-hmm. and someone's doing like trying to lie to me about math yeah because i'm not good at it so i need a quick people will do that yep hmm you yeah know how you, you know how you can tell someone's lying about math how they use percentages <laughs> 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 they use hard numbers it's true but if they're like ah something like 30 percent you're like you're fucking lying yeah. i can yeah. tell you're lying it's you actually said, 22 you piece of shit from exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I guess in the business world, you got to think about that because people are always trying to pull one over on you. Don't never trust percentages. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what would be kind of interesting is if you were the kind of visual person who just kept a pie at their desk at all times. So that if you had to <laughs> yeah. explain like a portion of something to somebody, you could just <laughs> yeah. see this pie. <laughs> just pull up like, like a real pie? Yeah, a real or a pie. pie chart. So you're just saying like have a fake pie at your desk, like for no, your I, kids. A real, a real pie. pie. Oh, so just always have a cherry pie at your desk? Correct. Or blueberry or whatever. I mean, uh-huh. this sounds ridiculous, but they actually did that on the news not too long ago when people are like showing uh, people in a mall. I think it was CBS did it. 
they said, oh, here's some pies. We're going to show you how much pie you get of American money versus the 1%. And people had no idea how small a piece of pie they were getting until they saw the actual pie. Uh, I was cut. like, was this the tax, like taxes that you pay or uh, I think I can't remember what it was. It was basically just comparing how much wealth you earn compared to the 1%. Uh, like, and, and maybe the taxes too. I think it may have been taxes. Yeah. Um, but people were like, Oh my God, I never even thought about it until I saw it on pie. <laughs> You're speaking my language. Exactly. Now. It's pie language. You brought the math to my mall. Yes. <laughs> what else does the super mall have? Um, why do I always like make the southern accent when I want to identify someone who is dim? That's really yeah, horrible. That's pretty insulting. It is. Because um, I know I used to work with a woman that had the thickest southern accent. And when I first met her, I was like, man, she is dumb. And then I got to know her. I was like, she's actually very smart. And it yep. totally changed my perception. Doesn't mean I don't make fun of it. But uh, it definitely changed my, my understanding. Yep. Of course, when someone does say, hey, mash that button for me, I always <laughs> think, I don't that doesn't sound like the correct use of mash. No. Nope. Hey, mash those taters. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing to get mashed in my house. I love mashing buttons. <laughs> uh, ugh. Okay. Snacks. We're mm. moving on from the desk, and we're going to the snack room. Okay. Office supplies. What are the standard now? Not like we're not. I'm not talking about like Google and what they have. I'm not talking about like all you know full size chocolate bars. Don't give me that shit mm-hmm. because that doesn't happen in the real world. In office foods and in the office kitchen slash break room, what office supply do we see? Coffee pods, coffee pods, creamers. Yes, room temperature creamers. Yeah. Which, God knows when. Mm-hmm. I ruined so many coffees at my last job. I'd pour it in there and it would curdle immediately because they didn't keep up with it. But this, does it ever go bad though? What oh, is that bad. stuff made out of? Ryan, you probably know that. There's a lot of preservatives. I know that. I got I got moved from the second floor to the third floor of my office and uh, I went in the, the break room there and was looking around and there were literally five-year-old bottles of uh, room temperature coffee creamer that I threw away oh. immediately because I think you're supposed to have it open for 90 days. Oh my God. You're supposed to write the date on it. Oh man. Ugh. You didn't just pour it out to see what happened. No, absolutely not. Nothing like hot curdled cream in the morning. Uh, uh, wait a minute. You like hot milk. <laughs> Me? I've heard. Yeah. I've heard you talk about how oh, you no, like no. hot milk. I don't like it. I used to, uh, I was given it to go to sleep as a child. So there's a memory there that's mm. nostalgic. Yeah. But in terms of like drinking it on the regs, no. Do you see you stir it into like hot cat food or something? Is that because breast <laughs> yeah. milk is hot? Is that why they give you hot milk? Like where did that come from? I don't know because my dad, when I couldn't sleep, he'd put a piece of bread in a pan and pour milk in it and heat it up and I'd have like warm milk bread, which is a weird ass thing. Holy, you are way more whiter than me. That is amazing. Yeah. How do you like, that is a joke that people make about white people. (laughs) Yeah. Suddenly you are now that person. That's 67% of French toast right there. That's right. Yeah. So, Hey, maybe I'm not that weird, but yeah, Um, it was, it worked or at least the placebo effect worked. You had hot milk bread (laughs) and it put you to sleep. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I have to think That's it was white bread, right? Of course. Ugh. It definitely wasn't marbled rye. No. <laughs> no. Uh, what are the snacks that are in there? Uh, so, fruit oatmeal? gummies? Fruit, yeah, gummies, yeah. Like, 
gummy bear type things or just like shaped like fruits gummies? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes there's, so I mean, I, I guess it's going to be different from office to office. There's a platter of fruit every once in a while. It depends on if they're feeling no, particular. No, this is, you are living in a, you, you work at a business that cares about their people. Kegs of kombucha. No, this oh, is stuff man. that yeah, you no. buy once a year that uh, stays okay. good. That's what I think, at least. When I think snacks in an office, that's how, that's what I see. So, so like pretzels, granola bars? Granola yeah, bars, so yeah. pretzels, granola bars. Mm-hmm. Maybe some uh, off-brand oatmeal. M&Ms chocolate milk no no cho- like a uh, cocoa cocoa packets cocoa powder oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. that no one ever takes right yeah, yeah, yeah. tea bags definitely tea a million plastic forks knives and they spades. have these these weird little plastic sleeves with like a like a drink mix that you put into water oh yeah yeah like that uh yeah it's like basically adult kool-aid exactly yeah yeah there's always like, yeah, coffee pods. We had a, one of those coffee machines that like you just chose what you wanted. It was basically like that soda machine where you get to pick a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Coffee was horrible. Horrible. Um, let me, this is a small story. We can cut this if we need to because it, it is well, the a content sad. that we're going through now is pretty primo. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a little. <laughs> so, my coffee at my last job was so bad. Uh, we'd always complain about it. Um, and the coffee rep came around and was like, what do you think of the coffee? Like, it's, it's great. Uh, but then one day I was at a coffee shop down the street from my work and the owner of the company was in there and he's like, uh, what are you doing here? We have coffee back at the office. And I was like, yeah, but that coffee sucks. And he goes, yeah, it does. The owner of the company goes, yeah, it does. And then he goes, yeah, it tastes like slave coffee. Oh my and God. I was like, what? He goes, you know, like I keep asking them if it's fair trade, but they won't give me a straight answer. I'm like, so not only do you think it's horrible, you think <laughs> slaves make it and you're still making us drink. Still it. Doing it, yeah. This it's also weird that the owner of the company was like, I, I pay for you to drink coffee and stay. I know. Indoors. Exactly. What are you doing? I know, that's and then, then he's like, yeah, you got me. At you least got he me. didn't say, you know, slave it coffee. It is really bad. Coffee, coffee for all you slaves at the office. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think both ways are horrible. There's no think, right way. There's no good way to take this, take slave coffee. No. True. no. And he said it out loud in an open air coffee shop. <laughs> uh, and I was like, that's what happens when you have a 20 year old boss. Oh my God. He just throw the word slave around. Exactly. Because when he thinks slave, he sees like Princess Leia in a bikini. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, like oh. a sexy slave. <laughs> you know, not like not like bad slave. No, no. Like the ones that get you coffee, slaves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not like forced to do labor until you die. Exactly. Like you know, ones Cosplay. that roast beans. <laughs> yeah. Cosplay. <laughs> um, you know what? I think that it would have been. It is very appropriate to call office coffee cosplay coffee because it does pretend to be coffee and sometimes it it's pretty convincing but you know it's not the real thing it's usually, yeah. it's usually really fucking hot yeah. <laughs> oh man it doesn't matter how many different ways they try to reinvent coffee at the office they always do everything but what they should do and just bring you better coffee yeah. it will be like a machine with paper pods and you can choose a hundred different paper pods you put it in there and like the pod disappears so you don't have to throw it away and you're like no you're you're improving the wrong part of the process <laughs> yeah, yeah. like yeah. just make the coffee better it's all you want better and like no 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 this one will like sing a tune to you when the <laughs> yeah. coffee's done in like an old midi style it will be <laughs> <Yeah>. lovely <laughs> 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 
Like, no, that's not it either. No, I don't want that. Once again, all, I, I can't complain about the coffee in my office. So damn you. I'm sorry. So you're the one who stays at like a like a you you have a fancy work environment. We get that like counterculture delivered. It's nice. Oh, man. You get, wow, you get counterculture <laughs> delivered. I had that at my last job. It was nice. It's I in the should. machine. It's in that remix machine, but it's at least good coffee. It started as good coffee. <laughs> um, Jesus, he had really good coffee. <laughs> <laughs> he could have. He could turn water into good coffee, bad coffee. <laughs> Doesn't matter. All right. What else do we have? In, what? So nothing else is in the kitchen. Oh, uh, well, one more thing. Uh, oftentimes seltzer waters in the Ooh. fridge flavored. Yeah. Like the LaCroix boy. Yeah. Yeah. Do uh, we mention that already? Yeah. yeah. LaCroix. I'm a big fan All, of, of the stuff that just randomly appears because it was from a meeting and it's kind oh, of like yeah, fair yeah. game. It's fair game. Three hours later. Oh, three inch Jimmy John sandwiches. I love this. <laughs> Yeah, look at all these veggie sandwiches. <laughs> uh, that's good for me. Yeah, we. Had, you know uh, what? Oh, go ahead. I was just going to complain about office pizza ordering. Oh, because don't, ooh, I got one too. This uh, is exciting. Because, like, I'm. I don't eat meat, so I usually make it easy because I know that I'll eat two or three of the veggie ones, and then you'll have a whole veggie pizza left over. Understood. So I'll say, hey just get cheese i don't and just make sure you order enough cheese and everyone goes and gets a cheese slice and then a meat slice so cheese is always the first to be gone it's like well then just only order cheese yeah and they're like well no we can't do that need meat well no one eats it no one eats the meat they just (laughs) want cheese pizza I think people it's, feel like they can rationalize having one extra piece of pizza if it's just cheese. Yeah. yeah. Like it doesn't count somehow. Mm-hmm. It yeah. absolutely does. Oh, it totally counts. Fuckers. Fuckers. Yeah. Speaking of fuckers, uh, here's my <laughs> pizza story at work. This is one of the, one of the reasons I quit my job. <laughs> so, uh, this is, this is the most ridiculous story. Uh, so we, at my company, the startup I was at, Startups usually have a lot of money, so they just throw food at you constantly. Not the case at this place. And they were having a Christmas potluck. So we have to, you know, bring the food. That's how a potluck works. We all know that. And uh, a lot of people were so busy that people didn't sign up on the sheet to bring anything. Um, so my boss was like, hey, if we order pizza, would everyone chip in money? Uh, and we're like, we have to buy our pizza? Like, that's... That's not cool. And so we posted on Slack and we're like, hey, you know, what if you guys bought the pizza? And uh, the owner's mom, who is like the house mom there, she's like, listen, this is a potluck. We never said we're going to order pizza. You guys figure it out. And I was like, you can't buy pizza for us for the holidays? (laughs) Well, I got to go. I got to find a new job. (laughs) (laughs) That is crazy. Yeah. I was like, pizza's not that much money. And it's Christmas. It's the holidays. I know. I, and did no one like just reply back? Like it's the holidays. It's the uh, time of giving. People shamed them, and then they bought pizza. But oh of course, God. it was Shame very pizza. like only two pieces a person. Oh uh, my God! It was so crazy. They hand out like tickets for pizza, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so your exit interview, all you did was talk about pizza. Basically, I brought it up. Yeah, I did. I was like, this is dumb, but I got to tell you this. But. It, I was just like, this is, that's how tone deaf you guys are, that you can't, like, buy us pizza. 
Microwavable popcorn. Yeah. Definitely Huge. in there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, what are... This has nothing to do with office supplies, but I want to talk about the worst things to cook in the kitchen of an office. <laughs> Let's go. I want to hear your top five worst things to cook in the office kitchen. Let's actually, let's go around. Let's go around and try okay. to outdo each other. Okay. okay. So we're going to start with Ryan and let's try to get worse. Okay. So I think the the most offensive one is pretty obvious, which is fish. I didn't know if uh, we should break down the fish types. Halibut, perhaps. So oh, is my, that the worst one? I think it might be. Hmm. So, cooking, so. Like, microwaving fish is just awful. It's inexcusable. But mm. it goes away relatively quickly, like two hours. <laughs> you know what doesn't go away? of the day. <laughs> 25% of the day. It is 25% of the day. Burnt popcorn <laughs> yeah, never goes bad. away. That's Ooh. true. It doesn't. It just doesn't. Try it. All right. <laughs> yeah. People at home. I want you to microwave some fish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then I want you to microwave set, some Set popcorn. a timer. Yeah, set a timer. Uh, I think burnt popcorn might be worse than hmm. fish. Interesting. Huh. Uh, oh, I got another good one. All right, go, Shane. Burnt popcorn uh, is probably real bad. Oh, yeah, because mm-hmm. it's got that sweet. And, yeah. Ugh. So I think the worst thing to probably to microwave at work is cat food. No one microwaves cat food at work. You're right. You're right. Especially if you leave it in the tin. Yeah, true. Uh, So I would say uh, Brussels sprouts because they're very farty. Mm, Yeah, they are. Really gross. Uh, Ryan? Broccoli can have a pretty funky uh, microwave Mm -hmm. smell. I don't think it's that offensive. Well, I don't think... Brussels sprouts are that bad, so <laughs> fuck you. Uh, he's that guy who's microwaving fish and Brussels sprouts at work. Uh, you know what my coworkers would do is they would do a, uh, they would do like a, every Wednesday, someone was in charge of doing like a team lunch. And they brought it upon themselves to like, like, hey, we'll all hang out. We'll bring in lunch, blah, blah, blah. Never worked for me. I was always, always, and still am the only vegetarian on my floor. So I, I got to the point where I was like, just don't worry about me. You guys do you. And I'll always figure it out. But they would do a slow meat roast. <laughs> like they would bring in deer, plug it in at eight o'clock in the morning and just slow cook deer. And you would smell gamey meat oh throughout God. the whole floor for the whole day. And they're like, oh, doesn't that smell good? And I'm always like, no, Whoa. it does not smell That's a big awful. floor, too. That's a giant floor. It's got like 30-foot ceilings and stuff. It's yes. probably just filled with that smell. Yes. And the like glistening ceilings. with grease. Yeah. Like it was, and I was always next to the guy. Um, and I love the dude to death, but he had the name of someone who would do this. His name was Darden. If that isn't like the perfect <laughs> name of someone who slow cooks meat at work, I don't know who is. But yeah, so I guess that's not technically <laughs> a valid. So maybe I'll just say, ah, hard boiled eggs. Shouldn't probably. Oh, yeah. That's pretty bad. <laughs> smells like farts. <laughs> oh, so hard boiled eggs is another snack that we had in our break room. No. Those Costco pre-packaged hard-boiled eggs. Oh, I'm not against those, though. I'm not either. I would take them and I'd put them in a cup, mix them up with uh, mayonnaise and mustard, and make myself a little egg salad in the morning. Oh. Is there anything else you can mix up? And So I knew a guy who would take the oatmeal, 
and then mm-hmm. he would take um, the 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 hot the cocoa mix. He oh. would mix it in there, and then he Actually, would eat that. It would be interesting to have kind of like an office break room Iron Chef kind of make it kind of <laughs> yeah. action contest. Just curdled milk and <laughs> yeah. gummy bears, the creamer in it, and sour patch kids. <laughs> yeah, just oh, a man. stoner's wet dream. Uh, maybe yeah. It's like mozzarella sticks on pizza, man. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, copy room. We okay. got your Xerox. We got uh, pins. Pins. Pins? Is that what pins, yeah, like push pins. Push pins. Mm. Push, push pins. Paper clips. Binder uh, those, clips. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Those things have so many uses. Yeah, I use them as a chip clip in my house. Binder clips? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those black ones with the two things that you flippity-flap around. What are things that, like, uh, I can think of a few things that you always have in an office that no one uses. Like binders. There's always, like, a hundred fucking binders for no mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like leftovers from the, the good old days of office times. Yeah, like what's in your binder? Why do you even have a binder? What's in oh, that empty what's in that file cabinet? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, why do we have a file cabinet? Like I don't get it. Like I think everyone feels like they need a file cabinet, but then you're like, what do we put in here? Like we'll just put all of these shirts that we ordered and we refuse to give out, even though we ordered all these shirts. And we'll just put it in the the file cabinet. It's always good to have hiding spots though, for people. Yeah. Yeah. We had a room in our office. It was we didn't have a, a Xerox or copy room. We had a room we called the dirt room, and it was just full of dirt for plants and trash and uh, air filters. That's what we, and that was one of the meeting rooms as well. Mm, meeting rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, meeting room etiquette. Mm. Pants. Got to have pants. pants. Um, have you ever had to kick someone out of a meeting room? Yeah. What's your go-to for like, uh, like I've got this meeting room. What's that conversation look like? Are you just open the door? So you're, you're the type of person who just opens the door, like leaves it open and just stands there. No, I just open. It, I'm like, or so, uh, uh, oftentimes so you just like, smile, you just yeah, open yeah. and smile. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, they have frosted glass around those rooms, so they don't see your head and your middle part of your body, but they see your feet. I just go out there and I pace back and forth. So okay. they see my feet getting real agitated. Oh, that's what you're talking about kicking someone out of the I thought you meant like you're in a meeting, someone does something just inappropriate. Get out of here. You now know what? Your answer you. was fucking dumb. Yeah. Why don't you get out? <laughs> now I get it. Okay. Your TPS reports are off. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, I got stuff. You just open the door and kind of act like you didn't know they were in there. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. oh, sorry. I have the room booked. I wasn't expecting somebody else to be in here. <laughs> yeah. Just be real passive aggressive. Yeah, so way to do it. Um, have you ever been in a meeting where no one's allowed to have anything in their hands? No. I, I once went to a meeting. Um, we have like a guru at my place <laughs> of work that like will like is for mindfulness and will have these like 15 minute like meetings and they used to be in person and now they're not but that you would go in and then like you weren't allowed to have anything in your pockets so you had to like empty your pockets at the door take off your shoes and walk over to your seat and sit down 
And Do you then have to go like, through a metal detector? Yeah. yeah, basically. You put your hands, and she'd make me take my smartwatch off. Put your hands on the table, and then like look at her when she was like, and she'd say stuff like, "I'd really like it if you could noodle on this for a second. <laughs> I love to noodle. You know that it's much more difficult to build a bridge if you're only doing it from one side." Oh man, that's good. That's deep. <laughs> I want your mind to be an empty pocket. And like, I always have a huge smile when we're going through <laughs> yeah. these things. They're like, Blake, I love that you're always smiling. What's your mind? <laughs> like, I'm just so happy to have children. Like, usually my because I don't know what to say. <laughs> something like, uh, I'm just, you know, I I went to my parents birthday party i was just thinking about that that was great like i don't yeah. because i don't want to say like you're making me uncomfortable and i'm smiling because i know other people are uncomfortable but i can't yeah. say they are yeah just say you're gassy i'm gassy you know babies smile when they're gassy i'm gassy uh that might be my go-to next time yeah it's good the problem uh, is that i always have a smell yeah. too much hot I, smell I just ate a warm piece of milk bread and yeah. man, I've got a smile on my face. So sleepy. Now I'm just thinking of all the other metaphors he has. Like it's much easier to use a ladder from the bottom up. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it's like, oh, who thanks. uses it from the top down? Like who? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um, why do so many Russian doctors jump out of windows? Stuff like yeah. that. Well, they were thrown. That's why. Mm-hmm. Defenestration, everybody. It's a real oh, word. Yeah, I love that word. Are these one-on-one meetings you were having, or was it like a group setting? No, it's a group of people. Oh, wow. and like I'm usually looking around when she tells everyone to close their eyes, because she's like, all right, now everyone close their eyes, and we're going to do some deep breathing. And so I do it, and then I open my eyes to see who else has opened their eyes, and I try to find that person. But then they usually like close their eyes real quick, like I'm part, <laughs> of, like, I'm part of like the the whole thing. And I feel bad because I think some people really like mindfulness at work and I just find it very off-putting. Like yoga at work, I don't know. What do you think about yoga at work? Forced yoga at work. Oh, forced yoga? That sounds uncomfortable. Mm -mm, No. No, it's an option where I work, but I've never, as much as I've been kind of interested in a little relaxation, you know, doing it for my health, I just can't see wanting to not do the work so that I fall behind on the work. I also wouldn't want to do it because I don't need to be struggling in a room, the same room I'm sexualizing my coworkers. It's <laughs> mm, true. That's, I don't want, you know, it's a, it's a weird dichotomy of like, uh, I'm, self-conscious yet horny this is not a good place for me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when when you close your eyes you're imagining everyone naked yeah can't calm down because those yoga pants are too much Mm -hmm. um what are we talking about (laughs) (laughs) we just found out shane's a creep (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) okay american inventions yoga pants yeah you think Probably. I don't know. Why don't you do a quick um, who invented the yoga pant? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See what that is. Um, while we go through this, I am going to say the personal computer, 1984. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could probably argue earlier, but we're just going to go with that. 
the pointing stick. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. It's like the uh, olden day laser pointer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the laser pointer. Oh, that's. Um, and then there's the mouse button that you know that little red thing. Oh yeah, in the so middle the of your keyboard. keyboard. Who uses I hate that thing? Yeah, that's an IBM thing right there. Yeah. Uh, the electronic spreadsheet. Oh, that's pretty American. Apparently. Do you, do you think anybody ever took the that mouse pad and just took like a piece of paper with pencil and tried to rub it on it, thinking it was an eraser? Hmm. Because I always thought it looked like an eraser, just kind of. Yeah, it does look like an eraser, just sticking up in the middle of your keyboard. <laughs> I always thought of it as like my laptop's nipple. <laughs> oh, that's better. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Because at, because at first I was trying to squeeze it to move mm-hmm. the cursor around. Oh yeah, that's wrong. You know, uh, just like pinch like a little it. joystick. Like, yeah, like a little joystick. I would pinch the sides and kind of like twist it and move it around. <laughs> what did you and, keep flicking uh, your laptop? <laughs> <laughs> did not work well. Yeah. Then I found out that you just have to caress it. Yeah. Kind of slowly, you know, pressure. It's more like a different right. body part. Yeah. The nose. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little boop on the nose. Yep. Uh, the post-it note. Ah, yes. Invented by accident. Uh, was it really? That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were trying to make uh, a super adhesive, uh, and then they found out they made one that was not super. <laughs> uh, it held things, and you could easily remove it, and so they put it on pieces of paper and called the post-it note. This is absolutely true. Oh, well, I mean, it is pretty good for organizing, or it was, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're like, uh, man, I had a coworker that had like a million post-it notes all over his desk. I was like, how is this at all? It just makes you look busy. Yeah. That's what it does. I have a friend that does that, but he actually, I think it works for him. Uh, cause he like, he's very good at organizing. He just has a row of them, just goes down the line. Sometimes there's something nice about analog, analog stuff on your desk. To- do you call it analog though? I do. Look at okay. this analog setup. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've seen people use post-its for like login information, which is obviously against <laughs> yeah. the rules. And then I've also seen people do their little to-do lists. Minor uh, mm. kind of like affirmations at my desk to remind me. Like one says, uh, be an asshole, you can do it. Oh, and nice. then the other says, it's hard to build a bridge <laughs> yeah. from just one side. That's right. Um, microwave popcorn bag. American oh. invention. Oh, is it? Yep. Hmm. It was invented by William Brastad. Oh, that's a good last name. Yeah. And he was awarded the patent for it, which makes me think maybe he wasn't the only person who invented it. Uh, but anyways, he invented the microwave popcorn bag, which had the built-in kernels, butter, and spices in a folded bag that trapped steam as it expanded, which popped popcorn. Wow. Awful popcorn. There's nothing better than getting really good popcorn seeds and uh, coconut oil and popping it. If you haven't done that, holy shit, it's like night and day. Do you have one of those popcorn bell things that you put? uh, Oh, I used to have one of those. Yeah. It comes out the mouth. Yeah. Yeah, we had one of those when I was younger. I don't know. We might be talking about something different. So th- I think you're talking about like, is like a, it's like a tall device that pours out. Yeah, yeah. kind of like an air popper. Almost. So this thing is like a glass bubble. 
bubble that you okay. put in your microwave. The and bell it pops jar. It. Yeah, it's like a bell jar. So you're popping microwave without the bag. Hmm. Um, you know, what I was talking to my wife about the other day is that, so um, recently Universal put out a bunch of their movies for download and made a whole bunch more money than if they would have done it in the theater. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't really think that that's going to affect the movie theaters as negative as we think because people want to go to the movie theater and Except for me for the with shitty, kids shitty theaters they're screwed but sure yeah. but i'm just thinking about my kids like if my kids really want to see a movie i'm going to do everything i can to wait until it's out on mm-hmm. video mm-hmm. for them to see it um if it's horrible if it's one of those movies where it's just like like has no redeeming kind of adult entertainment, which just doesn't sound right. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, like spy kids. You're not going to yes, watch that. Yes, exactly. Like trolls and trolls two were funny. So mm-hmm. I would probably have gone to movie theater to see those and it would be fine. And that's why I think that the theater is like, I'm, if my kids really want me to go and it's a good enough movie, I'll probably go. It's like the Spy Kids ones. It's like, there's no way lots and lots of adults are taking their kids to see Spy Kids. Yeah. You know? Well, didn't uh, the theaters just like get pissed about that Trolls thing? And now yeah. they're like... They're, they're like, trying to ban Universal. Instead, yeah. why don't you partner with Universal and say, hey, yeah, we'll, bo- we'll release it in both places and let's make a package so it's a little bit cheaper if they buy it from us and we'll deliver popcorn and gummies exactly. and some soda. Like, figure out how to do it better. Don't just be all crappy about it. Right, yeah, right. Exactly. Like, instead of, like, be the place that they rent it. Yeah. You know? Like, figure it out. Man. Jeez. That's it. I'm hanging up. I'm calling him right <laughs> now. I am going to argue that the most American office supply is actually the type of person in your office. And so what I want you guys to do is start thinking about the stereotyped office people, because that's the, those are the real American heroes right there. That's the treasure. That's Mm. what separates the popcorn from the post-it note. Okay. All right. So just think about the type of people, Ryan, you brought this up. The snack person. Yeah. I sit by the snack person, right? There's Mm. the snack person who's for whatever reason has a boatload of snacks at their desk. That's the type of person. And a lot of it, you got to get real handsy with, which is kind of awkward. Like you got to dip your hand in the bag and it's chocolatey uh, and it's just like, uh, like pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds. That's pretty nice. Though it does encourage spitting, but, um, <laughs> like it needs to be individually wrapped things for me to get in on it. I'm sorry. Dude, but those are tiny bags for pumpkin seeds. You don't want to, it's a lot of waste. <laughs> Uh, it's just all these dime bags filled with uh, pumpkin seeds. Yeah. Oh man. Is that your cat? That I just heard. <laughs> there yeah. is a cat. Hell yeah! Come on. I'm excited. You know they say uh, when a black cat crosses your path, it's bad luck. I think it's good luck because I'm like I get to meet another cat. <laughs> nice. Uh, Are you just going to become a cat comedian? Yeah, yeah. I did uh, a cat comedy show this past week. <laughs> oh really? Mm-hmm. Listen um, to a crowd of 10, like, straight cats in your neighborhood. Basically. Yeah. So, meow, 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 meow. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ask you a cat question. What size hats do you buy for your cat? Uh, you shouldn't buy your 
cat hats because they're independent creatures that don't want to wear people clothes. So stop it, people. Um, what type of cat carriers should I buy? Best cat carrier you can get. I have one. It's fabric and it zips completely open. So if you go to the vet and they don't want to come out of that thing, you go zip, 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 and it completely the walls the walls fall away and uh, they just grab them. So that's the best time. That's okay. the best kind right there. But don't you have like a bubble one that you take your cats out in? No, I take my cat on a leash. You take your cat on the leash. Mm-hmm. So I tried uh, that with a previous cat and it would just slink down. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. You just gotta you just gotta keep forcing them out there. You just gotta. They'll eventually get used to it. Isn't a corn song on a skateboard? Maybe. Oh yeah. (laughs) Cat on a leash. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Other people, types of people in the office. Um, There's the person that doesn't shut up, uh, constantly talks to you while you're trying to work. So we had an open office space in my last job, and there's one guy that just moved in there and constantly just not even talking to us, just saying words out loud and making noises and like singing songs to himself. Shit. That might be me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. I hate when people talk to themselves as they're trying to figure, just trying to figure out the work they're doing. And you, you're like, are you trying to get assistance from me? Are you talking yeah. to somebody? What's going on here? Yeah. They're like, what is a stapler for nowadays? You're like, could you stop? <laughs> it's me. It's me. And I'm also the guy who forgets to turn off his notifications on everything. Oh, so it's just that. like, bling, ding, wing. My phone is on silent at all times. Mine too. Interrupt at work. All right. Other people. We need, we've got the food person. We've got the interrupting person. So I'm two different kinds of people in the office. I'm realizing I am the kind who will whistle or drum which oh, is are you a I'm cha- are you a uh, change jingler i'm told i'm annoying no i don't jingle change <laughs> like in the, your uh, pocket you know what i'm nah. talking about has keys or like change do in their pocket and they just kind of shake i don't do that no it's just the, the like drumming on my desk because i'm listening to music or whistling um, are you teeth whistling though? That's way worse. Have you ever like met someone who can't whistle? So instead they do like the, yeah, yeah. You're like, why are you doing that? Only, I mean, if I had a child at the office, I was trying to call in from like a dust. Oh, that's how you call playtime. in your kids. Come here. Uh, wait a minute. The baker. Oh yeah. There's always a baker. Always a baker. Right? God bless him. Yeah. Um, Always Candlestick a maker. maker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Butcher. There's a squeaky wheel. Like that person that always is like, doesn't anyone see this place is crazy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that's like, me. Is it cold in here? Yeah. Oh, the person who's always cold. Yeah. The, yep. Who illegally have like a heater on their uh, mm-hmm. seat or, or a blanket. Or... Yeah. See, I love the, these are uh, the, the people, people who are, are like, going to come in. These are, these are the people who are going to come in handy, though, when we talk about the game that I have. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. Uh, the gossip person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's just always talking about someone else. And then the creeper. Yeah. Right? The yes. guy who's always like, who will always comment about a the looks of a person before right. anything else. Yeah. Like, you see what Gracie's wearing? Yeah. Like, first of all, why is there a Gracie at our work? Yeah. <laughs> our IT guy was that guy at our last job. And the only like, reason they talk to you about yeah. it is because they think that you're a fellow creep. Yeah, yeah. It's Those are the weird, like, how do you 
how do you combat that? Like, I always try to compliment a different, like, thing about the person that is non-sexual and be like, yeah, she's really good at softball, too. You know that? Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, yeah, uh, yeah I really enjoyed her last presentation on um, eco-terrorism. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the person that tries to hide it, they're like, that's a gorgeous dress, Samantha. Your breasts look great. Yeah, uh, no, It's like, can't. whoa, hey, not You cool. can also, like, there's nothing wrong with complimenting something that someone's wearing, as long as you also do it to men, because if you yes. only compliment women, like that's weird it because is. then it's like, but if you're like, Oh, I really like your shoes, man. Where'd you get those? And then like, you know, Chet, the bulge is looking great today. Chet, yeah. Chet, <laughs> I, you know, usually bulge, I mean Adam's apple. Yeah. <laughs> usually I'm against people wearing sweatpants to work, but <laughs> yeah. I'm liking yours. I think socks are a pretty inoffensive one you can compliment on. Okay. Here's another thing. Are people allowed to take their shoes off at their workspace? In your opinion? Shoes from time to time. Can they come off? So you, we can't ask you then (laughs) as long as your feet don't stink. Yeah, but most people don't realize if they do, Mm -hmm. can't smell yourself. That's what they say. It's true. It's true. Hmm. So he's so we know what Ryan is. He's the guy who takes his shoes off at the desk. That's this yeah. person. No, I'm three kinds of person. Um, what about the person who's got weapons at their desk? You have that guy? Uh, we didn't have that guy. Do you have weapons at your desk? I mean, Nerf. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I was Jesus. just trying to see if like you guys were going to agree with everything I said. <laughs> Jesus, because <laughs> I don't know the guy who has weapons at his desk, but I, I was thinking about like knives and gunpowder no. or like. I mean, I've got exacto blades, but oh, yeah, they're even less of a weapon than the Nerf gun. From mm. a, a conceptual standpoint, we had a guy that had a belt, one of those folding knives on his belt that he would walk around with, mm-hmm. and then we're like, "Oh, we got to open this box," and he'd just be like, "Whoosh." <laughs> I got it. This doesn't feel safe. No, no. Just, just use your key. Yeah. It's a key. key. Just fine. It's metal. That's all we need. You can punch this box open. If you try it hard enough, we don't need anything else, which be careful with that. I once punched a box to break it down and I punched myself in the dick. (laughs) (laughs) Cause I was holding it. Is this a dick in the box joke? (laughs) My dick was in the box. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I was holding a little box and I punched myself. So when I managed hot topic, and uh, was breaking down some boxes and punched myself in the dick in front of all my employees. Yeah, because where can you find something pointy at Hot Topic? <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, all the only, only one thing has changed about Hot Topic in the past 20 years. You know what it is? What? They sell sex toys. Oh, oh they do? Been into, really have weird. you been into one recently? No. So Everything's it's like the same. Yes. It's like, <laughs> like all of a sudden, you go in the back, there's fucking sex toys. Like, what? I just came in for some skull vans. What's going yeah. on? Let me get that. I just came in to refill my incense. I need more Nag Champa. <laughs> Let me get that Godsmack printed dildo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. It was all teenagers going in there. I don't want to see teenagers buying dildos. It's because uh, only like uh, now only millennials go in them now and they're yeah. they're going in there to buy like rebuy their old vans yeah. and uh, off the wall stickers. And they're like, "Oh, I can get myself a uh a dildo here. One-stop shopping." <laughs> also, is dildo offensive now? Someone told me that. I think if you call what? someone a dildo well, I wasn't. They were just saying, you mean vibrator? And I was like, I don't think they're the same thing. They're, they're different like, things. Hey, don't they just sit and, still? 
And she was like, no, dildos are offensive. Now you can't say dildo. Who said what? Oh my God. Shut this person up. Who is this person? This was a person at Priscilla's. I guess they would know. I was like, where are your dildos? She was like, they're not dildos and dildos offensive. What? That makes... I was like, okay, you dildo. I I got a memo from corporate. That uh, she was like, well, if you mean vibrators and i was like no i meant like fake like dicks like big fake dicks that's what we're looking at what i'm looking for you know like what they used to call dildos like what do you want me to call them now <laughs> yeah they're dildos i'm gonna go i'm gonna drive to priscilla's and talk to this person she, um, they probably had to go to like a, a like a training a sensitivity training on the dildos and dildons of working with <laughs> yeah. i dildos. guess dildos are like jokes <laughs> And they're not serious. And yeah, dildos what do you call, are serious. What do you call a vibrator that doesn't vibrate? It's just a dildo. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, but I, they're not. They're like a mold, cock molded molds. Hmm. I don't know. Not, not hmm. something, something you go to the doctor for. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got a bunch of lazy vibrators in the back. They don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask me, they're a bunch of dildos. That's right. But, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Google, what do you call dildos? What comes uh, up? I've, I, I did, and I got a bunch of dicks on my screen. I didn't feel good about it, so I closed the window. <laughs> I didn't feel good. <laughs> I'm glad you're not wearing glasses. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, I accidentally shut it down. I went to the back. I was... Uh, I hit the back button because I was so excited to Google dildos. Um, and I was looking for dildos in all the wrong places. I don't even know what you call it other than a dildo. I think this lady was just wrong because I'm trying, I'm, I'm on the Wikipedia for dildo, which has glass ones. Yeah. And how old was she? Um, is she you know, like probably, eight to 12? Yeah. A very young person <laughs> that gets, thinks stuff's offensive even when it's not. There's yeah, a lot of those I mean, out there. yeah, she no, you know, I guess she was probably in her twenties. I didn't really. It's hard to like. I was so you know when you go into when you go into a sex st- store. Usually, for me, I try to pay the least amount of attention to the person who's working there because, oh, yeah. like, I don't want to be. I don't want to talk to you about it mm-hmm. because I for a few reasons. Like, I'm comfortable in here, but I'm not comfortable talking to you in here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I hate, have you ever gone to a sex store and then they, they like want to talk to you about lube? Like, that's so weird. Yeah. Because there was someone in front of me, like asking about like the consistency of all the different lube and like that made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Is that mean, am I a boomer because of it? Maybe. Do you use the self scan then when you go to the sex store? You don't have to talk to them. I don't have a self, there's no self scan (laughs) at my sex store. Are you buying dildos from Walmart? (laughs) Yeah. All right, so the etymology of the word dildo is unclear, but they believe it comes from the saying, uh, hey, diddle, diddle. Well, I, th- I thought yep. it had something to do with a, a part of an oar on a whaling ship. <laughs> here, no. It says, here we go, here we go. It says, let me... The phrase dildo, D-I-L-D-O-U-L, it refers to a man's penis. It appears in the 17th century folk ballad. The Maid's Complaint for Want of Dildole. Hmm. The song was among many in the library of Samuel Peepee. Oh, and nice. I'm not making that up. <laughs> well, here's what I found. It says, 
the word dildo referred to the phallus-shaped peg used to lock an oar in position on a dory, which is a small boat. Uh, it would be inserted into a hole on the side of the boat, uh, and the boat would come, uh, it says. <laughs> I bet. Uh, also, it said, first appearance in English was uh, a song called The Merry Ballad of Nash's Dildo. Uh, in the sentence, curse Inuki Dildo. Uh, that's, I don't know. I can't read the rest of it. It's well, I weird. Just, I just found something out, guys, what? that uh, Dildo might be Canadian. I'm oh. reading right here that the thing that you just Canadian, talked about. Buddy. Yeah, yeah, it's actually what they call the dime. It's um, like the loon and the dildo. Loonies, toonies, and dildos. <laughs> yeah. uh, dildo is a $100 coin is a dildo in yep. Canada. Uh, <laughs> the sex toy might take its name from the sailing tool, which also lends its name to the town of Dildo and the nearby Dildo Island in Newfoundland, Canada. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Dildo Island. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, only uh, one way in. That's right. Uh, doesn't vibrate. That's right. Um, so I... I guess the reason it was offensive is because it has something to do with a uh, man and maybe dildos aren't only used by men. And oh. <laughs> hmm. maybe that's what I, we're going for. Yeah, maybe the scrutiny is you shouldn't assume that someone is using one to replicate a penis. Male, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And but instead, it's shaped like it, which is fair. Uh, is it fair? I mean, I guess, <laughs> I mean, rockets are in the shape of penises and we don't assume that, you know, it's true. They're pleasuring women, do we? I mean, oh, this is going sideways <laughs> yeah, fast. Is, <laughs> um, we're going to stop there. Mm-hmm. Look, before we make the decision of what the most American office supply is, let's play a game. All right. This game is called Office Apocalypse. Ooh. I. The zombie apocalypse, right now, right? Yeah, it's kind of feel that's what the this uh, has felt like if you've listened to the whole episode. <laughs> uh, a zombie apocalypse has happened. You're stuck in the office, and I'm going to be asking you to a few questions on your survival in the office, knowing what we know now. What are you going to create a weapon out of? to protect yourself from the zombies that, you know, you've already, we've already closed down the doors and they know where you are. What objects in the office are you creating weapons out of? Oh, my coworkers, I don't like, I'll just throw them at the zombies until they get full. Yeah. Jane with all the snacks, Mm -hmm. you need her snacks. Mm hmm. And on the bright side, after those annoying coworkers turn into zombies, you can legitimately just headshot smash them with, you know, a weapon. Yeah, I like that'd that. Be pretty, that'd be pretty nice. Yeah. I For some reason, my head went directly to uh, Gremlins 2, where he uh-huh. somehow fashions like a, a flaming bow and arrow out of uh, paper clips. Oh, yeah. Probably not big enough, but, you know. I, I think I could that. probably make a like a bow and arrow out of something. I could like the end of those nerf darts. Oh yeah, That'd be nice. that would work. I would um, probably send the guy who drums and whistles a lot uh, down the hallway to distract them, uh, like a pipe piper. Yeah, and then make a sweet getaway. That that might work as well. Um, you could drop long, Xerox cylindrical machines? toner cartridge things. Oh yeah. 
Those are pretty batty. You could use that as a bath. Mm-hmm. What about those long light bulbs? Ooh. Oh, yeah. You but that's probably shot. more harmful for you because that's true. the dust inside. They're it's poisonous. Like, I was yeah. thinking the dust would hurt them, but it wouldn't. No, they're dead. You could probably sharpen the ends and it could be like, you know, stab someone with it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I would honestly, the, I think the most effective weapon is probably just to spread gossip. Um, <laughs> just to say, hey, listen, your head zombie dude, kind of a douche. He's not going to pay you. I heard he's getting fired for sexual harassment. <laughs> That's right. He called it a dildo. <laughs> he, he went to the sex store and my <laughs> sister works there and she said he said dildo instead of a vibrator. Uh, a vibrator? <laughs> yeah, it's a fancy way. It's a fancy vibrator. <laughs> Verbatre. Yeah. Um What do you eat? while hold up from the zombies mm-hmm. oh. are you only eating the snacks or have you figured out like how to shoot birds on the roof are you eating the rats like what's going on i'd stick to the snacks until it was too late yeah mm-hmm. and then move on to the condiments in the fridge oh yeah just some squirting some packets and bottles in your mouth so you're not going to try to trap pigeons and cook them or anything like that the windows at my office don't open so i can't Mm-hmm. This is probably better for the uh, zombies. True. You don't want any of them that could open up. Yeah. Of course, it makes it bad for trying to escape, but you know what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? How do you bathe? There are two showers in my office. Go the fuck to work, all right? <laughs> I don't even know why, why. Why are you even working from home? Everyone should just be living at work at your place. <laughs> They're bringing fresh fruit and allowing you to shower at work. <laughs> That was the funny thing. One time I, I, uh, I was really muddy from some like off work activity and I had brought a change of clothes in case I got dirty, but I got a lot dirtier than I was expecting. And, uh, realized that while I had brought all those things in that event, I didn't bring a towel. So I ended up taking, uh, like you were talking about those shirts that they intend to give away. I took like three or four shirts and used (laughs) a towel. (laughs) They were all either double XL or like X small. They were just the sizes nobody exists in, but they ordered them anyway. Yep. Um, so like you wouldn't uh, I guess you wouldn't have to go to the moist toilet. Oh yeah. Just wipe your whole body with them. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was gonna go with. <laughs> but I don't work at a I wouldn't bathe because then I would end up smelling like the zombies and they would leave me alone. Ooh, blend in. Mm. Mm-hmm. People would kill you though. Probably. 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 Most likely. Um, construct a bed. Where would you sleep? Mm. Of course, Brian's work has beds. We have hammocks and couches. Oh, of course, oh. yeah. Jesus. We had a giant bean bag. That would be my spot. Mm-hmm. You have to fight over the bean bag. It's a but, love sack, you know. they call it. Love sack, uh, is that maybe? the brand, though? Love mm-hmm. sack? Yep. Is it good? It was comfy. Because they probably would... Uh, Pay money for us to say good things about them on this They podcast. probably would. Yeah, yeah. Love sack. It's great. Uh, great to have in an office because, you know, it's probably a worker that had it in their house and they fucked on it a bunch and were like, get it out of my house. Let's put it in the office. Did you ever smell the love sack? No, I just, I would never go face first on it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody lays face first with their back arched the wrong direction on a beanbag. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Shane went face first in the love sack. I don't know. Uh, He's in a wheelchair now. 
<laughs> suicide attempt if I ever saw one. Yeah. Uh, okay. You're bored. Instrument. What do you make an instrument out of mm. to entertain each other? Well, I was born with 10 drumsticks, so... Oh, yeah. I would probably create something out of rubber bands and ooh. some sticks, maybe a... Ooh, you know, I could take that dog food jug, poke a hole in it, put a stick in the top, and then run a string from the top of the stick to the dog food thing and make a jug. A oh, jug, yeah. Like a bass jug? Bass jug thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... Who do you kill first? Mm, probably myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, this sucks. I'm out. Definitely the guy who talks to himself. <laughs> yeah. The crazy people are the ones who survive the best, though. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the people who have been like the people mm-hmm. who were comfortable in coronavirus, who probably didn't believe coronavirus is real, are the people who are absolutely prepared for this. Oh, yeah. They've been prepared for this their whole lives, and they're angry that they have to stay in their prepared bunker because it's not real. Yeah, exactly. Probably cut all that out too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's too real, Blake. Because those are the people who are listening to this podcast. Exactly. Um, And we'll. All right, Um, you guys somehow made zombie apocalypse in the office uh, more real. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I need to know. The people need to know what is the most American office supply. We've talked a lot about office supply, and this is what I gather. It's either the personal computer, microwave popcorn, or the post-it note. Are there Mm. any else that you want to add to this list? Because I believe that those are the three most American that we've mentioned. Those are pretty big, I think. And the fact that those also fall under things we invented, I think that's kind of how we have to look at it, right? Because we didn't put down French, we didn't put French things under American inventions because that wouldn't make sense. So the things, just to recap, that were things that we invented. Personal computer, pointing stick, which, you know, dildo, pointing stick, what do you call it? Uh, Mouse button, Oh my God, maybe they wanted it to be called the pointing stick the point, this yeah. whole time. Yeah, it's like the conch. You just hold it when you know it's time to talk. Um, well, everyone at home, please write in and tell <laughs> us what the correct uh, dildo verbiage is. Please. Is uh, it the pointing stick? What do you call it in your house? <laughs> yeah. And don't email, actually send us a letter. <laughs> <laughs> Wash your hands first. Dearest yeah. sirs, I hope this letter finds you well. And I wrote this with a pen fastened to my dildo <laughs> in, in bold. Yeah. It's called a dildo. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Yeah. Gravious love. Did you say gravious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Esmeralda. <laughs> That's funny. I thought that was a man's voice, but that's good. <laughs> I'm inclusive. That's good. Uh, if you were, you wouldn't call it a, the D word. <laughs> no. um, the D word. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, yeah, one more thing on that list. Electronic spreadsheet. Mm. Uh, well, two more. Post-it note, microwave popcorn bag. So I think that you picked three on that list. That's good. I think the three that I are, like you find everywhere for whiteout and those really oh, intense shit. sharp marky the markers where you can really huff them. Oh, sharpies. Yeah. 
also was, dog, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Bad. Did we invent whiteout? If we uh, did, it's got to be whiteout, even though we didn't been, talk about it. Been the American manifesto for a while. Isn't it just paint though? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that Dries. was invented in America by a Betty Neesmith. That's it, Graham. dude. It's, it's absolutely whiteout because all it is is paint, and we figured out how to sell it for something else. Yeah. And it totally changed how we wrote letters. Because like, oh, I don't have to throw out this entire piece of paper yeah. now. And also, I can use a pen. Yeah. Okay, Some player mistakes. That's it. It's whiteout. I just learned a fun fact. Uh, the woman that invented liquid paper, whiteout, was also the mother of musician and producer Michael Nesmith of the Monkees. Who Wasn't got he, addicted to huffing white out <laughs> yeah. and right. then invented the Sharpe. Yep, that's it. Dog breeder. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, guys, I think that this is about as interesting as we can make office <laughs> uh, supply. So yeah. I'm, for the most part, I'm all right with it. Yeah. And uh, Ryan, thank you as usual for coming on and talking about something boring and, you know, doing a pretty good job around it. I'm not going <laughs> to pat you too much on the back. I'm the right guy for boring conversation. Shane, as usual, thank you for being next to me talking about office supplies. Blake, as usual as well. If, uh, if there's just one man to hold the other side of my pencil. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Be you. Your little eraser nub. And watch me I would Watch me <laughs> You pinch, you don't. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, fuck it, A. Remember, <laughs> everyone, don't believe anything you hear on Let's Review Everything. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs>